the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us. God sent his only son, his sinless son, to die on Calvary's cross for you and me. Because of Jesus' sacrificial death, the gift of eternal life is available to anyone who chooses to receive it. Without the shed blood of Jesus, there would be no redemption for our sins. The Bible tells us that there is no salvation in any other. Without his selfless sacrifice, we would have no hope and no victory. Praise God for the gift of salvation and everlasting life. Listen in with Bible, pen, and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. Leviticus 10, 10, 11, just jot it down. Leviticus 10, 10, 11, chapter 10, verse 11 says, And that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them by the hand of Moses. Number two, the second quality of a righteous priest is that injustice was not found on his lips. Injustice was not found on his lips. In other words, after the priest taught the the law of truth, they were to rule according to the statutes with equity, regardless of people's influence, you are to rule according to the scriptures regardless of, regardless of people's economic status or cultural background. No one was above the law of God or exempt from it. In other words, God is no respecter of persons. All of us have to fall in line with the word of God. Nobody is exempt because of who they are. Because before God, you less than a filthy rag. That's what the Bible says, Amen. Over God, you're less than a grasshopper. That's why I know the Bible was written by God, because man wouldn't talk about himself like that. You know, after the priest taught the law of truth, they were to rule according to the statutes with, with equity, regardless of people's influence, economic status, status, or cultural background. Number three, another quality of righteous priests is this. Uh, he walked with God with peace and equity. He walked with God with what? Peace and equity. In other words, you're saying, what are you saying? A righteous priest has a deep communion with God, which empowers his message sent from God. If if the message is to be empowered, there must be a life of communion before God. In other words, a righteous priest has a deep communion with God, which empowers his message sent from whom? God. He dispensed the word of God without partiality. In other words, I'm not afraid to say what needs to be said because of the audience or crowd that I'm talking to. You know, so-and-so's out there, I better not say this, they're going to get mad. I don't care who gets mad. Amen. If it's the truth, only the truth going to set you free. Amen? I mean, the truth ought to step on your feet. The, the truth ought to make you soul search. The, the truth of God's word ought to make you examine yourself. 
And when you get mad at the preacher because he's preaching the truth, if it's the truth, then you need to adjust according to the truth. Nobody should be making adjustments to you. You hear what I said? Who are you? Nobody adjust. Hey, we got to adjust this thing because of you. No, 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 no. That's why I said for anybody join here, be it known to you today, you're not going to change us. You have come here for the word of God to change you. Amen. That's why you got 100,000 churches everywhere. You can find one to your own liking. Amen. This is the way you get it. We, we don't serve dessert here. It's meat. So you can grow some healthy teeth and stop gumming it out all the time. You got to have the truth. John 17, 17 says, thy word is truth. Truth. You don't go to Trinity University changing them. You don't get on Delta changing them. They say throw away the toothpaste, you throw it away. Amen. You, you bought this big bottle of lotion, just bought it from Walgreens, put it in the bins. You know what? You just going to get rocks in your jaw, put it in. And if you say, I ain't put it in, you ain't flying. I don't care if you paid $800 for that ticket. You know what? They ain't adjusting because, adjusting because of who you think you are. I'm Mr. Executive. Executive, get in line and follow orders. Now, if you can do that for man, why you bring your little self in here all cocky and stuck up? You don't make adjustments to Delta and Continental and Trinity and SAC. You'll come in, we're going to adjust to you. Ha! No! We want you grown up. We want you Christ-like. Your life needs to be challenged. You need to be stimulated. You need to see truth for what it really is so that you can be all you can be in these last diabolical days in which we live. Let me give you another quality of a righteous priest. Listen, uh, he turns... Listen, number four, he turned many away from iniquity. He turned many away from iniquity, verse six. You see, the priest was God's representative before the people, and it was their responsibility to lead people out of sin into a right relationship with the holy God. That was the responsibility of a priest, to lead as God's representative, God's people out of sin into a right relationship before a holy God. You see? And that's my responsibility. We are all sinners saved by what? Grace. And my job is to preach sin out of you. Amen. Right. And if, if I don't use the word of God, then you no longer have the spiritual castor oil to flush you out. Poems are not going to do it. Little, little do-dad sermons are not going to do it. Little motivational speeches are not going to do it. Little feel-good messages, not going to do it. No political correct messages is not going to do it. The only thing that can help our sin-sick soul is the word of God. Preached in its right historical, cultural, geographical, linguistical context. The only thing going to set us free. You see, beloved, in order for righteousness to abound, there must be spirit anointing, teaching and preaching of the word of God if people are going to turn from their sin through confession and repentance, which results in peace. There is no peace apart from confession. 
There's no peace apart from confession. You don't have a habit of confessing your sin, coming clean before God, laying open and bare before the Father, then your life will be full of calamity and pain and misdirection and deceit and everything else that I can't call right now. Number five, a righteous priest is sought after by the people for knowledge and a word from the Lord. A righteous priest is sought after by people for knowledge and a word of God from the Lord. In other words, God requires that the word of God dwells in the priest richly as well as the people richly. People will go where they will grow. Did you get that? People will go where they will what? Grow and be nourished and fed a continuous healthy diet of the word of God. No higher honor could have been given the priest than to impart the knowledge of God from the law of God. What an honor. No higher honor can be given me than to impart to you knowledge of God from the word of God. Knowledge of God from where? The word of God. That's why I'm not in sales. That's why I ain't trying to be in real estate. That's why I ain't trying to sell something else. That's why I'm not here for what I can get because I don't want to be a puppet on your string. Because the day I become a puppet on your string is the day this church loses its power. And that's what's wrong. We got too many puppets in the pulpit. If I'm put out for standing for God, so be it. Because when God is with me, he is more than the whole world against me. Amen. If I'm living right, preaching right, you mess with me, you in big time trouble. Amen. You see, uh, and, and, and listen, and sometimes people say, you know, folks are joining your church. And they went to number one, it ain't my church. You already messed up as the Lord's church. You know, people come up here and join. I don't know what church they're coming from. I really don't know. They'll just come up here in groves, and I don't know. But I do know this. If pastors everywhere put the right feed in the trough, the sheep ain't going nowhere. Now, if I got feed in the trough over here and they don't have it over there, well, then they need to get some feed in their trough to keep their sheep there. Why don't y'all say amen? Don't look at me like that. Amen. If y'all get more feet somewhere else, then y'all go where you get more feet. If you get fed here enough to get convicted and stirred up and move and challenge and motivated and, 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 and a, a, a spiritual awakening comes to you, listen, when God is dealing with you here, you ain't studying going nowhere because you don't want to miss your blessing. And if you're at another church and, and that pastor's doing that over there, I ain't got to worry about them coming over here because they're getting what they're supposed to be getting over there. Amen. So he does what he does over there, and I do what I do over here, and the people can say what? Amen. Oh, God help me preach this message today. Feeling kind of funny in here right about now. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6 says, Hosea 4, 6 says, My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because you have rejected knowledge. I also reject you from being priests for me because you have forgotten the law of God. I also will forget your children. After you've forgotten me, I'm going to forget your child. Don't pray to me for a child. Don't, don't, don't even pray for a good deliverer. 
You ain't treating me right. Why should I bless you? Bless you or your children's children. Oh, that's, and, and, and it's right. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. You know what? The church thinks that there's a premium on ignorance. This is Maranatha Bible Church. This is the only book I bring up here because it's the only book going to set you free. And if you hear spiritually sick, it's because you're, the soil of your heart is hard. Or you allow Satan to come in and snatch the seed of the word of God. You know? If you don't change, it's because you don't apply what you receive. And some folk in the church, 40 years, still same. Same old mess, same old talk. Other folk come in, stay a year and a half, and they become giants. You know why? Because one apply and the other don't. Look at verses 8 and 9, the rebellion of the priest. The rebellion of the priest. It says in verse 8 and 9, but you have departed from the way. You have caused many to stumble at the law. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. Therefore, I also have made you contemptible and base before all the people because you have not kept my ways but have shown partiality in the law. The rebellion of the priest, verses 8 and 9. In verses 8 and 9, instead of the priest turning the people away from sin, they cause many of the people to what? Stumble into sin by their corrupt lifestyle. The corrupt lifestyle of the priest, the priest's apathy, the, the priest's erroneous teaching caused the people that they were administering the word to, to stumble. They misrepresented God, which caused the people to be led astray. Even the common people lost respect for the priest because they showed partiality by allowing influential and favorite people to break the law without consequences. The priests were negligent, they demonstrated blatant hypocrisy, and their disgraceful behavior was inexcusable. God is sick of, of pastors, and leaders, and teachers, and Sunday school teachers, and vacation Bible school teachers that are teaching the word of God while their lives are so far from him. So far from him. The Bible says, be not many teachers because we will receive the stricter judgment. Much given, much what? Much required. Summary. How do we summarize this as we conclude the message for today? Summary. Number one, as servants of God, we must give our best effort with all our hearts. Anything less is an affront to Jehovah God. Anything less is an affront to Jehovah God. As servants of God, we must give our what? Best. Best. Are you giving your best? Are you singing your best? Are you serving your best in audiovisual in the nursery? Are you absent when somebody else is pulling double duty because you're not there? Huh? Do you drag yourself up here? Are you just satisfied doing a little bit? Do you ever become disturbed at your ways? Number two, it is those in leadership who are in the greatest danger of misleading others. That's big. It is those in leadership who are in the greatest danger of misleading others. This is not exclusive to those in leadership in the church, but it also applies wherever you're in leadership. Y'all say, oh, this message is for Pastor Draper. Get Pastor Draper, God. Get him, God. Oh, that pastor better walk right because, man, that message was for him. Ooh, he got a tall order. Let me tell you something. 
this message is as much for you as it is me. He said, what you mean? Because all of you are in leadership. You say, I ain't in leadership. Yes, you are. You are. I like what Nisha Rose said the other day in the leadership company, leadership thing. He said, we all shepherds. Amen. You pastor your children. Amen. That's a shepherd. <laughs> you shepherd your children, don't you? Huh? You managers out there, you in leadership. You coaches. Huh. You, get, you, you try to get your team to cheat. You presidents. Look what happened to Enron. Huh? He didn't last long, did he? Uh, teachers, you fudge on what you call those special tests now to get folk to get a, what, what they call it? They, they change the name every so often. Tox, task, mass, whatever it's called. They change the name. Trying to get your children to look as good as they can. I, be, I wish they would stop teaching the test anyhow. They need to go back to basics and learn. It's more than just passing a test. You need to learn how to think and reason. Teachers pushing the pen on certain students. You like the parent. Lawyers, do you represent clients you know are guilty? Well, it's hard to be a lawyer like that. Doctors, are you prescribing things you ought not? Are you covering up mistakes? Leaving stuff in folk, knowing you didn't do that surgery, right? And go home and sleep easy. Giving wrong opinions. Realtors. You selling houses to people who ain't married. How do you do that? Somebody got to explain it to me one of these days back in the back room. <laughs> Policemen, are you taking bribes? You leaders. Politicians, are you telling lies under the guise of truth? Making all these promises and we don't find you until it's time for you to be voted for again. And you corporate executives, amen. You see all of us in what? Look how quiet it got in here then. All of us in leadership. You better hear God. You better be principled and a person of character and conviction, be sure your sins will find you out. And you say, but you didn't call my name and all the things I did not call. <laughs> okay, so that's yours. Let me conclude this message by 1 Peter. Everybody turn to me, with me to 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 through 10. It says, But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, who once were not a people but are now the people of God, who had not obtained mercy but now have obtained what? Mercy. 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. Now, since we, how many of you know you are of the royal priesthood? You know, he said, well, you got to hesitate. If you are in Christ, you are, of, you are a royal priest, amen, because God in you is king, amen? amen. He's king. If he's king, you're a child of the king. That means we're prince and princesses, amen? amen? 
it is not just the priest in the text that we're dealing with. We have to all look at ourselves as what? As what? As priests. You see what I'm saying? We all are of the royal priesthood. So since we are priests, number one, you had better make sure you have a personal encounter with God because everybody calling himself a priest is not a priest. You must be born again. Make sure you have a personal encounter with God. John 3, 3 through 8. Jesus answered and said to him, Most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Number two, as priests, we should make sure that we are on fire for God. Worst thing God can have representing him is a dead priest. Romans 12, 11 says, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Make sure you're on what? Fire for God. Fire will attract folk. You set up something on fire, people will stop on 1604 to watch the what? Fire has a tendency of drawing people. Listen, when this church is on fire, we'll draw people from the east, the west, the north, and the south. Folk will come because folk are fired up and want to be where God is at work. Number three, be a faithful student of the word of God as priest. We are to be a faithful what? Student of the word of God as priest. 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman needeth not be ashamed. Rightly, accurately, dividing the word of truth. You got to be a faithful student of the word of God. How are you going to be a priest with no word? A priest should be governed by the word of God. Amen? And it should govern all aspects of our life. Doesn't mean that we're a perfect priest. That's why God says if you sin, humble yourself and confess your sins, and he's faithful and just to what? Cleanse you of your sins. Number four, teaching what you have learned will help you grow as priest. Teaching what you have learned will help you to grow as priest. I love 1 Timothy 4, 6. Teaching what you have learned will help you to grow as priest. 1 Timothy 4, 6 says, if you instruct a brethren in these things, you will be a good minister. See, all of us, you need to turn there too. Everybody turn there. I know you were writing, but would you just park there just for a minute? It's something that's just arrested my attention that I want to bring to your attention. But 1 Timothy 4, 6, teaching what you have learned will help you to what? Grow. Look at 1 Timothy 4, 6. Yeah, if, when you find it, say amen. amen. Okay. If you instruct the brethren, who's that? All of you are the brethren, the church, the brethren, those who are saved in Christ, right? In these things. What things? The word of God. You will be a good what? Say that what? Minister. Now, do you realize everybody in this house, once you become saved, you are a what? Minister. You are a servant of whom? Jesus Christ. And since you are a minister of Jesus Christ, you need to be nourished in the words of what? Faith and of good what? Doctrine, which you have carefully followed. You are, you are all ministers of Jesus Christ, nurtured by the word of faith. You keep your doctrine straight, and you follow it carefully as a good minister of Jesus Christ. Number five, practice what you teach, for this is being a good example before the onlookers. Practice what you what? What you teach or what you preach, what you teach. For this is being a good example before onlookers. James chapter 1 verse 22 says, but be doers of the word and not hearers 
only deceiving yourselves. James 1, 22. In John 13, 15 through 17, the gospel of John, the gospel of John 13, 15 through 17, it says, for I have given you an example that you should do as I have done. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you who do them. Blessed are you if you do them. In other words, you say, well, I don't care about folk looking at me. People say, folk watching you. Yeah, they're watching you, and you ought to care. Because some folk are not reading the Bible, but they are reading your life. And you are in leadership. And what they see does mean something. Somebody, I don't care about them watching me. You you ought to care because God's watching you. You're an example to the flock. And if you call them to to stumble, then you get a divine chastening. You better care. We all are an example to the flock. It does matter what they see. Number six, we must possess a clean heart and a right spirit as priests. We must possess a what? Clean heart and what kind of spirit? Psalms 51.10. Psalms 51.10, created me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. The worst thing you can have is someone in leadership with a bad spirit. Can't talk to you, talk smart. Somebody asks you a tough question, or see something in you that's not right, you get all defensive and want to half kill a person. Folks don't know what to say to you because they don't know where you're going to come from. I mean, you just go off on the deep end. You see... You got to have a right heart and a right spirit in leadership since we're all leaders and priests. Number seven, possess a burden to bring others to the Lord. As priests, we must what? Possess a burden to bring what? Others to the Lord. Romans 10, 1. Romans chapter 10, verse 1. Brother, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they may be what? Saved. We were on the streets yesterday. We had a good number in attendance. Praise God. Folk got saved, prayed for. That was a move of God. But my question is, where were you? How many of y'all heard that announcement the last couple of weeks about neighborhood outreach? Raise your hand. Don't lie in God's house. You're going to have to confess your sin. Go on, just raise it up. I'm not going to point you out. Just be honest before God. Come on, raise your hand. Now, all of a sudden, you ain't here. Then you, you mean tell me you in church not paying attention? You say, well, I wasn't here. What about the Sunday before? Unless you, then, then my question is, why you missed two Sundays in a row? So no way out. He said, well, I got my business. I got this. I got that. I got clients. I got, I got, pet the, I got to take dog pets more. I got to cut my yard, wash your car. What's more important than the souls of people? Folk crying and saying, I'm so glad you came. God knew that I needed you today. Was a person able to say that to you because you were in position? Or what you were doing was so important to you that you missed out on kingdom? The Bible says, seek ye first the what? And all these things will be what? God will take care of you. Schedule him in. You mean tell me once a month or one hour is too much? What's wrong with you, people? In closing, it is highly possible to be near handling sacred things at the church, music in the choir, being a greeter, a usher, a deacon, a preacher, a Sunday school teacher, a counselor, finances, children's ministry, audiovisual ministry, family ministry, or you're in that seat handling that Bible, which is a sacred thing. 
and yet you are so far from God. Is that you? So close that I can touch you, but a heart so far that I can't see you. All God's children said. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.